Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So if you want to up your game as a turkey hunter, one of the easiest and best ways to do that is with the soft call. Today I'm going to talk about mastering the art of soft calling in order to have more success in the turkey woods. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about the art of the soft call. Now, I'm not sure why it is, but this seems to be one of the most ignored aspects of calling for turkeys of anything that I have seen thus far in the real world and the internet universe. For whatever reason, people want to call loud, they want to call hard, they want to call aggressive, and they want to call all the time. Now, I guess, you know, it's not that hard to figure out what the allure is. You're sitting there, you've got nothing to do, you're excited, you're thinking, hey, the next call that I make could be the one that that brings in that big gobbler from a distance. So just crank on it. Let them have it. I mean, if they can't hear it, they won't come, right? And while there is a truth to that, especially in trying to locate turkeys that are not close to you, when it comes to luring in a bird to overcoming their natural inhibition and wariness to sounding legitimate, to sounding like another turkey... The soft call is the number one best way to do that. The, the soft call is the most, well, I don't know if it's the most realistic call, but it's the most realistic volume of, of turkey action that's going on. See, most turkeys, hens, you know, when I'm talking about hens, most hens are not just sitting there hammering on calls day in and day out every 10 minutes for from 6 a.m. to noon. That's just not happening. 
you know, turkeys, they call a little bit right at, you know, right in the beginning of the morning. They might hammer on it. They might be loud and aggressive for a few minutes, half hour, maybe more. Depends on all sorts of variables and circumstances. But they don't just sit there and call all day. And they don't just sit there and call aggressive every day. In fact, I would say most days in the turkey woods, most mornings in the turkey woods, I do not hear hens calling real aggressive. Sometimes I don't hear them at all. They're just not that vocal uh, on a regular, consistent basis. Now, what makes them vocal? What kinds of days? Oh, sky's the limit. That's 10 episodes of trying to figure that out and decoding all of that. And we're not going to get into that at this time. But, you know, the reality is most of the time turkeys call soft and sparingly. And there are times when they really let them have it. But most of the time, soft and sparingly. Which means if you want to sound like a turkey, you need to call soft and sparingly. And what I have found is especially at the very, very, very beginning of the day, even before the birds have flown down, the soft call is the weapon of choice. In fact, the further I go, the more I soft call versus anything else. And the idea here is, okay, in the morning, they're still on the tree. You know, hens are not just yelping and and cutting and just being aggressive and loud while they're on the tree. There's no reason. Gobbler can't walk over to them. They're in a tree still. They just make slight little turkey noises. Every now and then you might get a a little yelp or, or a little cluck. And it's not until they start flying down that they make a lot of noise when they do make noise. They do not always make noise when they fly down. They're not always cranking up a whole bunch of racket when they fly down just sometimes and what do you have more often than not is hens are just calling softly throughout the morning after they fly down so if you have gobblers in the area you have them in trees you have them on the ground it's early morning mid-morning late morning if gobblers are around the soft call is more often than not what's going to get their attention and get them to commit. Of course, a loud screaming locator call will get their attention, but it's not going to get them to commit as often. Now, if they're a quarter mile away, they're not going to hear the soft call, right? It's just not going to work. You have to call louder if they're far away or if you're trying to find them, if you're running and gunning. You're just there's times you're going to have to call louder when you're competing with other turkeys. There's times you're going to have to call so loud you shake the treetops. And that's great. That's fun. I enjoy that kind of calling, those kind of mornings. But more often than not, I think more gobblers are downed by the soft call, by the, the, the slight call, by, by not being super loud or super aggressive. You win the day by sounding like other turkeys their volume level, their level of aggression, their cadence. That's how you win gobblers over. And on a day where there's not loud, aggressive calling, and you start calling loud and aggressive, you stand out. And every now and then, you might get a two-year-old Tom that's just going to move on anything. And he'll come in, and, and that's great. Love those mornings. But more often than not... 
if you're real aggressive when no one else is being aggressive, you're going to stand out and turkeys are going to they're, they're going to take the, the more safe bet. They're going to take the, the they're going to go after the calls that are soft and slight. And of course, on mornings where you've you got a tom close by and you're not competing with hens, the soft call is is the I think just that charming like, oh, hey, there's a lady close by. I'm going after her. And as opposed to the loud call, which could, you know, peak some red flags like, oh, wow, wow. Why is there how the turkey get over there so close, so fast, just blaring so loud? I think it creates um, just some wariness in the bird's mind. But there's more to it than that. There's more to it. So if the hen is so hot and so aggressive and so trying to get a tom and so wanting to mate and she's just calling like crazy well the natural order of things is that as soon as that gobbler gobbles that hen should go straight to him she wants him she's calling he lets her know where he's at she should go straight to him now he's waiting for the hen so when you over calling too loud or too aggressive or too often that gobbler gobbles. Now he's waiting for you to come because you've demonstrated that you're hot, you're ready to go. And so he's like, okay, here, come to me. That's the way it normally works. That's why the gobbler gobbles to attract the hens. So when you soft call, you're letting that gobbler know, hey, there's a hen over here. She's not on fire. She's not super interested. But if he's interested, he needs to make a move. Because she may not come to him because she's only kind of interested. She's just, you know, in the area. So now when she's not cranking up so loud and she's not hitting on it, that gobbler hears that soft call and goes, ooh, there's an opportunity there. And she doesn't come to the gobbles. And there's just a couple soft calls here and there. So now he gets interested. He gets intrigued. He wants to go and find out what's going on. So there's multiple scenarios that this can help you. So how do you do it? What's the way that this works? Well, the idea is this. You get into your spot. Birds start waking up before fly down time, before shooting light. You can let off just a few ever so slight and soft. Some people call them tree yelps, sleep yelps, early morning yelps whatever you're just trying to be super soft and just make the slightest little turkey noises that that hens make as they're waking up and you know often hunters don't hear soft calls because they're never close enough to hens to hear their softer more subtle noises you gotta really spend some time in the woods before you even get to the point where you notice this where you hear some of these sounds you know, and I've watched a lot of videos with turkey sounds and still very few close in, real subtle. You can hear all the sounds. Best thing you can do is just spend more time in the woods, sit super quiet, super still, let hens roll by you. Don't spook them. Don't make any noise and just take it in. Listen to the sounds that they make when they get within 10, 15, 20 yards of you and they don't know you're there. That's what you're trying to imitate. And you're trying to tell a gobbler, oh, hey, there's a lady over here somewhere not too far away. I need to be listening and looking for her when I fly down. 
And so immediately you get the gobbler's attention. You let them know you're over there somewhere. You know, it's real soft, real subtle. They can hear turkey sounds further than we can hear turkey sounds. Subtle ones. I mean, that's them talking to each other. That's their language. They can hear that further than we can. So you might say, oh, this is too quiet for a bird to hear, you know, 100 yards away. Well, if that bird's in a tree, sound's going to carry. They're going to be able to hear further than, than you think. So that little soft call, can they can pick that up. They can't maybe not pinpoint exact, but they know the general direction that you were calling from. So you give them just that little bit to go on, and then I'll just shut up. If they start gobbling real good, excellent. I'm just going to be quiet. Once I let them know I'm there, and, and I have reason to believe they heard me, I just want to shut up and be quiet until legal shooting time. Couple reasons. One, you don't want to get that bird too excited, and they fly straight down and come right to you, and they're right there, and you can't even shoot them yet. Two, you don't want to get the bird so fired up that he just gobble, 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 waiting for you to come to him as soon as he flies down. You don't want to get him too excited, uh, and you don't want to, to set him off thinking you're too excited, and then the first opportunity you get, you're supposed to go to him. So you're just letting him know you're there. Letting them know you're there. Then once legal shooting light comes, I might give him another little soft call. Depends on what he's doing. If he's in the tree, I might just give him a little, just a little more. Remind him, hey, I'm over here. If he flies down, I might give him a little more or I might just give one string of regular yelps. Not loud, not locator yelps. You know, people buy all these calls to try to get as loud as a call that they can possibly get so turkeys can hear them as far away as possible. And that is helpful, I don't know, 30% of the time. But the other 70% of the time, that's not helping you. In fact, it's hurting you. And if you're not careful, you're learning and it's teaching you bad habits. So you want to call softly. You want to call easy. Just just some little purrs. Just, just a little little itty cluck just uh I, I don't even have words for all the little sounds that they make just some little light soft turkey sounds so i'm going to do a couple of them for you right here i've got a box call at midway usa we know the ar-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern american history known for its modularity and widespread use it's often considered essential to any gun collection the essential things you need to run an ar-15 are usually always in stock during shortages things like magazines and 5.56 ammo whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'm not trying to teach you how to make these sounds necessarily. You know, that's hard to do in a podcast. I just want you to hear just a little bit, all right? So 
just real, real soft, just, just a little tiny. I'm just barely moving the handle with the slightest bit of pressure down near, uh, down near the bottom so that it's running parallel. That's it. That might be all that I do in a morning at dark while the birds in the trees after they start waking up. Just a little purrs, just, just a couple itty bitty little tiny purrs like that. Just a little itty, something between a cluck and a yelp, just, just a little cheap chirp. And then often that's enough. They hear that, they know you're there. You know, I might wait a little more and then and then just repeat something just real similar. All right. Just a couple real soft clucks and some purrs. Just letting the turkey know. All right, hey. Over here. Hey, something's going on. Hey, I'm a turkey. I'm over here. You know, I'm cute. Come get me. You know, just itty bitty stuff. And every now and then I might throw in just a little bit of a yelp after we get past legal shooting light. Just like that. Just some purrs, some clucks, just a little double yelp. I'm not doing a whole string of yelps. I'm not doing that. Not until the turkey's on the ground and not until I feel like that level of calling is going to be helpful. If nothing else is around, that might be all that I do. And then often, okay, once the bird's on the ground, I might do, assuming it's legal shooting light now, if not, I'm just going to shut up. If he's on the ground and it's not legal shooting light, I want to be a ghost, okay? I'm going to sit up, going to get my shotgun on my knee, pointed towards the direction of the turkey, and I'm just going to watch the clock and pray he doesn't come in before I can shoot. But I am not going to make another sound until it's legal shooting light. Because I don't want to excite that bird and I don't want to bring him in any faster. I have had birds on the ground before legal shooting light coming towards me. And I'm going to tell you, it is like one of the worst feelings in the world. Going, oh my goodness, this worked. I actually pulled it off. The turkey is on the ground. He's coming towards me. He liked what he heard. Everything has gone perfect except the time is is could blow up the whole hunt. If that bird gets to me and sees me before legal shooting light and I can get my shot off, it, 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 it's like terrifying. Now you do have some things going for you though in that situation, okay? You want to be still. You want to be absolutely motionless. You want to just, because here's the thing, that turkey could come in. He could get close to you. And not see you because it's still so dark. Now, if you're hunting in one of those states where legal shooting light starts like a half hour after sunrise, okay, well, it's not going to be that dark. In Pennsylvania, you know, you can barely see enough to even shoot at something at legal shooting time. 
You know, that bird's got to be close and in an open area for you to see a beard and be confident that's the, the turkey, that's a safe shot. You know, rarely can you take a shot at legal shooting light on the dot unless that bird is super close, it's an open area, it's a clear sky, whatever the case might be, you have just enough light. So if a bird comes in five minutes before legal shooting light, you have darkness on your side. I think they can see a little better than us, but they're, they don't have like night vision. Okay, so you just want to be still. You want to be completely still. Use darkness to your advantage. If she comes in, he gets 10 yards away. You don't move a muscle. Don't even breathe. Like, what if he walks off? That's okay. You can't shoot him yet. You can't shoot him. If he walks away, he may circle a little bit and then legal shooting light hits and then boom, you can pop him. But if he walks off, don't fret. Let him walk off. Once you've got legal shooting light, then you just do that same little sequence again. Just a couple couple purrs, just little just some little putts like that, you know, maybe one or two yelps, and boom, you're gonna get his attention. He's gonna look straight in your direction with all the focus in the world, and more than likely he's gonna come back. He's gonna be because he's playing hide and seek. He's looking for you. He thinks you're looking for him. He's probably going to gobble and shake the trees. And then he's probably going to come back. Now, you got to be careful. He's not. You want to make sure you don't call like that if he's looking at you from 80 yards. Right? Because his head's going to snap around right where he saw that. So you want to make sure that there's brush or cover or trees or something. He doesn't have a direct line of sight on you. And then you just give him that little call and you get ready. Okay, you get ready because you might not have a chance, another chance to position yourself and and get ready for a shot. Now, people say, you know, you don't want to make any sound. Well, if he's out of visual range or there's cover, there's trees, if you can't see him and you make a little noise and you shuffle and you reposition and, and, you know, you crackle a little bit of, of leaves on the ground, that's okay. Because if another turkey's walking around, they're going to make those kind of noises. Now, you don't want to brush a Gore-Tex coat against a tree and make a real, like, you know, kind of synthetic noise. But you can shuffle a little bit. You can move before you call, okay? Before you call. If you have to make a move, you move first. You know, if he's to your right and you're facing left, you move, shuffle, quiet, get set up, get still. Then give him a little call. He'll hear that movement. He'll go, oh, hey, something's... And then he hears the call. And he goes, okay, yeah, that's a turkey. That's where she's at. So that'll work. But that's that's often all you need to do. Now, if you just hammer on a string of super long and loud yelps, that could just turn him off. That could push him away. That could make him think, wait a minute. that doesn't. Why, why did this hen go from you know, having this temperament to a totally different temperament? Now, if, the, if it doesn't work, if he doesn't come in or he doesn't come back around or whatever the case may be, then you may need to just play it up a little bit. So, you know, you might want to do something like this to just up the call just a bit. So you give him just some soft purrs. And then you're just going to give a little string of light to mild yelps. 
Okay, three, four, five. You're not hammering on it. You're not trying to be loud. You're just trying to be a turkey that is available. All right. You're not just puttering around looking for for something to nibble on. You're available. And usually that's all you need, guys. You, you, You usually, if you're in close, that's all you need. Now, different scenario. It's after first light. What do you do? Right, you're going throughout the morning, okay? It's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. What do you do for calling? Well, assuming you've scouted, assuming you're in a good area, assuming you're in a place where you've got reason to believe there are turkeys around, you know, usually I just soft call every 20 so minutes, maybe 30, 40 minutes throughout the morning. But every now and then, you know, you want to, you, 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 you crank up the volume, say, okay, are there any other birds nearby? So you might give, you know, a locator call. Just, uh, I don't mean every 20 minutes. I mean, you know, every hour or two, maybe. You give a, a string of loud yelps, maybe a cluck or two, and say, okay, if there are any birds that are at a distance, you know, quarter mile away, something like that, then, hey, you can get their attention. They're going to come in. I'm not just going to keep doing that though, all right? Because if I get their attention, they come in, and then as soon as they gobble, they're going to expect me to come to him if I'm acting like a super hot, looking for any gobbler I can find kind of hen. So every now and then, I'll call louder. I mean, if I'm hunting in a stationary location, I'm just going to soft call every now and then. I'm not going to do the exact same call sequence Um, if there seems like there's nothing in the area, I'm going to get up and move. I might move 30, 50, 100 yards, do some more soft calling, listen, sit, wait. If nothing happens, I might call a little louder. I might get up and move, right? Hybrid approach of running and gunning and sitting. You know, I might sit in, in that same spot for 15 or 20 minutes before I get up and move. And just, it depends on the area. It depends on where you're hunting. Depends on how much ground you have to cover. I'm usually hunting on small p- patches of land, private land, or or thin corridors of public land where, you know, I can't walk for miles in a day. So, you know, one strategy is you might go 200 yards, stop, and just call real loud, try to locate a bird. If you don't hear anything, you wait five minutes, get up and do another 100, 200 yards and repeat. That can work. I have had success doing that. You're going to leave a lot of birds behind though. Every bird that doesn't respond to that locator bird, you're going to leave behind. But if you don't know they're there, then you don't know where to invest your time. You don't know where to invest your focus. So there's no wrong way to do this. There's no wrong way to hunt turkey. It just depends on what area do you have What's available to you? What do you know from scouting and recon? And then you tailor your approach and your calling. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes and dozens of other episodes on turkey hunting. Please head to iTunes. Would love it if you'd leave a review with a comment. Fastest way to help grow the channel. And of course, check out the videos on YouTube. I really appreciate you guys. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.
Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.